窑灶，不去没有窑灶，窑灶好，窑灶好。Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Y'all Talks Podcast. Today's guest today is mm-hmm. somebody that I've literally been talking to since I Forever. first started the <laughs> podcast. But I really wanted to get her on here because I think that she is well-versed in something that I'm not familiar with, which is school in general. And I think that could bring a lot of value, especially to our age group. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself, basically kind of tell them what you do generally. Okay, um, my name is Jalen. I am a third-year college student. Um, I say third-year because my grade is undefined at the moment. Um, I am a middle-level secondary education major, but I also work at the Boys and Girls Clubs um, around the city, and um, I do a couple other things. Um, I've been vocal advocate for education pretty much since I started high school, which was 2014, so almost... 10 years, oh no, 2016, that was crazy, 2014 is crazy, <laughs> 2016, enough. which is uh, almost eight years ago, so. So how are you? I didn't really get no casual talking, yeah. so I was I'm good, um, I was on a rough patch for a moment, I was like on the verge of like dropping out of school, Why? I, it was just so much happening at like one time for me, but I feel like I'm back on Okay. Are you done with school for like? Yeah, the semester's over. Yeah. So when do you start? How does that work? So usually, um, it's kind of like high school, except you go on like a instead of your Christmas break being like two weeks, usually like a month. So you start school. um, Some people start mid-August. Some people start end of August. Um, You get out either before Thanksgiving or before Christmas for holiday break. Mm -hmm. You go back the first or second week of January, you get out either the last week of April or the first week of May. And then if you do summer classes, they usually start end of May and end sometime in July, either the beginning or the end. Are you doing summer classes? I am, yes. I just registered for them yesterday. Oh, yeah. So you like school then? Um, I do like school. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say I love school, but I've been in school for so long, it's mm-hmm. just like I can't really do life without school. Right, because it's routine. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to get more into that, but before I even start into the you part, we're going to play the this or that game. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you three questions, you pick a choice, and then you have to say why. Okay. Okay, there's no wrong answers. Um, The first one is get locked in a room with a lion, tiger, and bear, or locked in a room with a hundred spiders. Um, I'd say a lion, tiger, and bear, because I've... First of all, I'm super, like, terrified of spiders. I can't function. The, let me tell you, I'm, there was a, a spider here. You could literally look down there before you came in here. <laughs> and I said, if we was recording and I seen that crawl down, I, it would have been over. Literally. Yes, I'm terrified <laughs> of spiders. It's literally right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm terrified of spiders. Like, I can't even kill one unless it's like i know for sure it's gonna die right like i don't like when you look at it and then it disappears yes oh my god that happened to me the other day i just got up and left my room yeah no i was driving to work i think it was like two weeks ago and one of them like dropped from a web like in front when i was driving i (laughs) I had to pull over i'm like an hour late to work because i come home i'm like i can't i can't do this because i just couldn't find it i feel like if, I'm not saying you have to die in either one of those situations, but if you were you're going to die, the lion tiger and bear would be faster. The room's smaller than this. Oh, yeah. The room, I mean, the lion tiger and bear would be the faster route anyway. Right. I would hope that they would fight each other, though. You yeah. Just get the, just so leave they don't even worry about you. <laughs> okay, that was my choice, too, then. Um, number two is know the date of your death or the cause of your death. Hmm. I feel like I would rather know the date of my death. I like to have countdowns to things. Um, I feel like I don't want to know the reason I died because then I would just like not do anything that could possibly lead to head on a swivel. I was thinking that when I was writing, like looking at my question, I'm like, if I knew the cause, like if it's like get hit by a car, I'm never gonna be in the street ever. (laughs) I'm like, like, I'm gonna be like. I'm not coming across the street. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I feel, yeah, I feel like I don't have a problem knowing when I die. Because we all have to die eventually. Right. But it's just like the, the mental trauma of like, this could be the day, this could be the day. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, well, well at least this you'll could know. be the Because you're like, I need to do this before this day because yeah. I'm die. Okay, we're two for two. I'll put that down. 
Um, okay, last one. Would you rather have a job you hated that made you rich or a job that you love but you'll always be poor? Um, but when I say poor, I don't even want to say poor because you won't be, like, poor. <laughs> but you'll be, like, comfortable. Okay. I would say a job that I love because I'm going into education. We all know teachers don't already make a lot of money. So right. I feel like I would be – I wouldn't have as much money as my friends going into nursing or – Mm-hmm. social media whatever they end up being in so um i feel like your impact on the world is more important than the money that you leave with because it doesn't go with you it just stays here so oh, if yeah. i don't make money i mean that's fine i'm gonna die without it regardless right. yeah. but you're comfortable anyways yeah i education I've, i'm going into this but i'm just curious now so what does that entail though like do you have a goal after so um for now i I'm a middle of a secondary, like I said earlier, so high school social studies is what I want to teach. Eventually, I'll go back to school and get uh, either my doctorate so that I can become a principal, the CEO of of a school somewhere, Mm -hmm. or go back to law school to get my degree in educational law to fight things that would have been like the Brown versus education Mm -hmm. um, court cases and stuff like that. Yes, I love that. Okay, so now we'll rewind. I just wanted to know because I'm like, that's just popping out of my head. So I just want to hop into basically like college, college experience a little bit, mm-hmm. just for you personally. Yeah. Um. So when did the idea of college come about? Like, were you always one of those people that was like, I'm going to college after high school? Um, so for me, college was always kind of like pushed towards me as an option because I had straight A's in elementary school. Mm-hmm. I never really had anything less like 3.8. I was super smart. Um, I was in the gifted program at a point. So it was like, once you graduate, college should be your option. Um, my mom really wanted me to go to college, mm-hmm. but she had me before she could finish. I mean, eventually she went back, but right. it kind of like halted her for a little bit. Um, so college was always an option for me. The The year that I would say exactly it became like, there's no way I'm going to do anything after school that's not college is um, fifth grade. We did an assignment on like colleges in the state and had to do like research on them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously at that point, college what college looked like for me was totally different i wanted to go to a you know every pittsburgh kid wants to go to Pitt, penn state something like that Mm -hmm. duquesne um and i wanted to teach art um i (laughs) i am not good at any i'm not artistic at all so (laughs) as i got older i started to realize that's not the option Mm -hmm. but i would say pretty much all my life i don't think there's ever been a I can't think of a time where college wasn't an option. Wasn't, right, okay. So whenever you were just on to going to college, I'll say about senior year, mm-hmm. did you have, like, an idea of what college was? And, like, did it prove to you that it was or wasn't? Um, so I've always been the person that's, like, college is – so for me, college has been, like, internalized. Like, I have to be a college kid, right? Mm-hmm. So – I've always been the person to like push college. Obviously, I, I allow people to know that there are other options that aren't college. But um, college was the be- like you know the cliche like the best four years of your life. Right. This is where you'll make lifelong friends. That's what I wanted college to be. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, um, you graduated in 2020, right? I did. Yes. Yeah, so the pandemic literally mm-hmm. like washed that washed all of it away. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, college was still it changed my perspective on college because it was like I can I'm if I was not a senior when the pandemic started I don't think I would have been able to make it through school like the pandemic online learning I already wasn't good at it in high school in general so online learning through the pandemic when that was the only option kind of like like made my intelligence like the confidence of my intelligence plummet Mm -hmm. So, so you just, online school is just not. Yeah, it was just not mm-hmm. it for me. But it was the only option, so it's what I had to do to get where I wanted to right. be. Um, yeah, so the pandemic, it's hard for us to speak on it because it's like the pandemic changed so many things for so many people. But because we were like, we were like literally staring the finish line in the face and then they're like. And then it's like. The, the school year's over. Like, right. we can't bring you guys back. And we're mm-hmm. just like, oh, well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought I it was a quick little two days. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's two weeks turned into literally like. Mm-hmm. The next time I was in a real classroom, I was in my second year of college already. Right. So yeah, I I started college mm-hmm. right after high school, 
and the whole online thing made a me, lot of people, I literally yeah. could not intake anything. It's shocking how many people started college, like especially our class, started college straight out of high school and then got to Christmas time and was like, I cannot do that. Yep, that's exactly what I was. And I'm like, I kept telling myself, I'm like, stick through to online. Mm-hmm. When you get to go, you'll be fine. Because yeah. even my advisors in school, like I still talk to them today, they're always like, I think you would have thrived if you could just go there. And I'm like, yeah. well, I didn't. I so I lived on campus and I went to a smaller school. I went to La Roche up in the North Hills. Mm-hmm. So it was like they put a lot of policies in place to allow us to be on campus. There was never a semester where I wasn't on campus. It was just I was in my dorm room on Zoom, uh, oh, on yeah. Zoom classes. Mm-hmm. So it was like now not only is it the responsibility of me to wake myself up every morning, it's the responsibility of me to fight the urge to go back to so sleep because like, I'm still my in my bed. Right there. Yeah, I'm still exactly. in my bed. So yeah, the first two semesters of college was very were very hard for me because it was just like I've never had this much self-responsibility. There's already um, a major gap in self-responsibility from just going from high school to college, mm-hmm. but doing it during the pandemic multiplied it by like 10, 20, 20, 30, seriously, <laughs> multiplied it, really it a huge amount. It took a lot of drive, honestly. I feel like, I don't want to say pandemic coming to an end, but it's definitely obviously not as serious yeah, just, now. Yeah. Does it, did it change anything for you? As far so as that? I didn't make it through the pandemic at La Roche. Mm-hmm. Um, I left. I couldn't do it. Okay. I don't know if it was because, um, the pandemic quite literally ruined the college experience for mm-hmm. me, or if maybe the rush really just didn't work for me, but um, I'm at CCAC now and um, they're still doing the hybrid right. classes. So a lot of my, um, a lot of my work is still online. A lot of my classes are still online and it's like, um, it's not really, it hasn't really changed. The only difference is I'm coming from home this time. I'm not coming from a dorm room from on campus. Dorm. Right. So they so basically had to adjust to online school, and that was just yes. The way it and then it's off. like there's it's little things through the school year that it's like, you know, when we were in high school, it was snowing too much. You get snow days, you don't have mm-hmm. to come in. But now it's like because online learning, you're in school every right. day. It doesn't <laughs> it matter what outside looks like. You're in school every <laughs> day, unless the teachers are kind enough to just be like, eh, like let's, let's give you have a little a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are like the major things that you? like about co- your college experience and then dislike you basically named your dislikes but. yes so i'll start with my dislikes just to like sum them all back up but the biggest problem was that i was in college during the pandemic mm-hmm. um another reason is because um i'm not rich so i had to make college decisions based on my financials right. i wasn't supposed to be at la roche i wasn't supposed to stay in pennsylvania mm-hmm. um so I was supposed to go to Central Michigan University, which is a PWI, which is another dislike that I'll get into later. But mm-hmm. um, I was supposed to go there and it would have either been pay $15,000 in, um, you know, tuition. <laughs> See, I don't know why I could think of the word. $15,000 in tuition every year out of pocket after my Sheesh. financial aid. Yeah. Or go to La Roche where I got a scholarship and pay $7,000. Seven to ten thousand dollars out of pocket um, after financial aid, mm-hmm. um, and it was just like I can't be one of those people that goes to college because this was multiple people. Even the people that I knew who were in college before I graduated high school got to college and were and was like, I can't afford my next semester. Like I have to come yeah. home. I I couldn't have been able to do it because I would have never went back to school. Mm-hmm. So I stayed at. LaRoche or I stayed in the city I went to LaRoche and then LaRoche didn't work for me and it was like well maybe it's because of the people that are surrounding me I really wish I went to HBCU because I went to majority black schools my whole life I went Mm -hmm. to Martin Luther King on the north side which is a majority black elementary school I went to Urban Pathways Charter School which is downtown it's literally 98% African American Mm -hmm. so so it was like a culture switch it was it was a it was the biggest culture switch I've ever realized mm-hmm. in my life. These people are coming from, obviously, La Roche is a very diverse university. Um, they have people who are coming from Europe and different parts of Africa, different right. parts of South America, different parts of Asia. But they're still white. And what right. I mean by that is 
they don't understand a lot of them i'm not gonna say everybody a lot of them don't understand the culture that takes place especially living on campus i feel like if i if it was because cch is a pwi too mm -hmm. but you don't have to live with these people you don't have right. to eat with them and then they're looking at you like why are you walking through the hallway with a scarf and yeah. it's just like yeah. mm -hmm. this is just how i i have to live my life like if i don't put on a scarf if i go to sleep my hair will not look right. like this in the morning so <laughs> it was it's a extreme culture shock and it was mm -hmm. like like i'm biracial so i grew up around white people but it's like these white people Different. different. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what is wrong with Well, them, did you make, have friends. you made friends or at least acquaintances um, there? My friends at La Roche were all black. So, this is, this combines everything I didn't like about college. My friends didn't make it past the first semester. Rather, it was financial, rather, the pandemic got the best of them and they just couldn't do school anymore. Mm -hmm. Or rather, it was just college that just was like, it was not working for me. So, I made about, I had a, a big, like, six or seven friends which is a big friend group in college especially yeah. in your freshman year That's a so, big friend group in general. yeah so it was six or seven people and then only two of us came back after christmas so wow. it was like i'm like we still talk we're still friends but the um, there so a lot of them are from pittsburgh a couple of them from like different parts of the state so mm -hmm. it's like the the separation between us like we're still friends but we barely talk right uh, we don't talk every day anymore, so it's just because like, it's two separate things. Yeah, it's a different life. That makes sense. Backtracking to because you've already told me there were times where you just didn't want to go to college. Yes. Like, what do you? What keeps you going? Like, is it the you know exactly what your end goal is? Mm -hmm. Is like what keeps it? Going? Um, it's probably the impact. Like I said earlier, there's really nothing physical that leaves this world with you, mm -hmm. unless obviously put something in your chest. But it's like that right. still doesn't leave with you. It doesn't leave with your soul. Um, you can't carry it into the afterlife or the mm -hmm. great beyond or whatever you may believe in. But the impact that you make is so important because it can be remembered forever. forever. There are people mm -hmm. who were alive before our parents were alive that we still talk about. People yeah. who, you know, who literally ran or walked so that we can run, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like if I have the opportunity, because there aren't a lot of African-American female teachers in general, but especially mm -hmm. in the social studies field mm -hmm. there aren't that many yeah, so no. it was always a white male for me. yes yeah. i had one social studies teacher that was black it was my sixth grade year and then um after that they were all white. Mm -hmm. but uh, it's about the impact like i i really find it i want to teach older kids because it's like there was a point in high school where i didn't think even though college was always an option i didn't think i would make it to college because high school was so hard mm -hmm. 11th grade year was probably the hardest year of my life. Yeah. You know, you go through things that aren't just school mm -hmm. when you're in high school and in college. And a lot of teachers forget that. It's easier for students to understand people or understand the people they're learning from if they look like you. They're more mm -hmm. prone to listening to you, to understand, to trust you, right? right? So it's like, I know that I have the opportunity to make an impact like that on people who are gonna be just like I was. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I would ever be able to veer off the path and if I do I feel like I've always found my way back mm -hmm. now that's definitely true though because honestly I think that it gives a sense of relatability mm -hmm. when it's somebody that you can compare to when it's completely opposite it's kind of just like they got there this way but that doesn't mean me because we are nothing alike yeah I definitely think if I had a more I don't even want to say just black teachers but even just female teachers because most of my teachers were male I yeah. think it would help me a lot more and it's also class. like one thing that keeps me in college is I'm sixty thousand dollars in debt, and I'm only three years in college. Oh, yeah. So it's like, quit now. What, what did I do? This why for? would I? I'm not gonna pay sixty thousand dollars for nothing, even though it's only a paper. And so, a lot of people, a college degree means nothing. You went to school. Everybody went to school. Everybody, you know what I mean. So it's just mm -hmm. like I'm not gonna pay that much money. I care about my money a lot. Yeah. So it's like I'm not gonna pay that much money to end up nowhere. Right. It makes no sense. So how do you feel like, because I feel like uh, usually in our generation, most people are on like the college is not worth it train. Yes. Anytime I ask around, I'm not saying that they're right or they're wrong. It's to each his own. Mm -hmm. But does that make you feel any type of way when people say that like just college just isn't worth it at all? Um, well, okay. So I have a lot of friends. A lot of my friends now mm -hmm. aren't in college at all. So it doesn't irritate me when people who are my age say college isn't worth it because you've either tried it already or you've experienced enough to know it wouldn't work for you. Right. But what I don't like is when people try to 
um, where's the word, convince younger kids that it's not, that it's not mm-hmm. worth it because it's like, I feel like every opportunity after college should be open up, opened up to everybody, regardless of what you look like, regardless of what, how you identify, regardless of any of that, all those social constructs and whatnot. Right. Uh, you should be able to pick what you want to do after you graduate. Mm-hmm. You want to go into the workforce. You don't want to do anything. You want to go to college. Regardless of what you want to do, it should be your option. So right. it irritates that I'm not going to say it pisses me off, but it irritates me when it's just like, yeah, I didn't go to college, so you shouldn't either. Right. That doesn't it's pushing your sense. experience on someone who hasn't experienced it yet. Yeah, yeah definitely. I do. Because I, even though obviously I dropped out, mm-hmm. so it's kind of just, I think it gave Just me. Let's not say dropped out. Let's say you left. Okay, I left. Under yeah, because that, that has a negative paper. connotation when yeah. you say dropped out. But I left. I decided not to continue college. Um, and it just doesn't work for people like that. It just didn't. And honestly, sometimes I usually think, like I always do that. Well, if COVID didn't happen, would I have stayed? Mm-hmm. Like that's just that I always think that. But when I look back, I just kind of look at it as like a learning experience because mm-hmm. what I was going for, I was going for information technology. Uh, in that mm-hmm. I love I love computers I loved everything about it but in that time I only literally went it had to be less than a semester but I realized I'm like this is not what I want to do yeah. like I need something more creative so like I'm glad I went I'm in debt still mm-hmm. from just that little bit of time <laughs> so it's like that is a negative but I think it taught me because I would just went through with something that I yeah. didn't want to do but definitely I think I just used that not to push people away from college. Like, mm-hmm. I'm never the type of person that's like, uh-uh, no, I hated it. I couldn't even do it. But, like, I'm more understanding of yeah. people that are like, I don't want to go to college. Yeah, it kind of gave me best of both worlds. The hard thing about college is it's not something that you could just try and be like, oh, I don't want to do this because mm-hmm. it, it costs money, and it's yep. expensive most of the time, unless you're going to CCAC, which for some people, depending on your financial um, circumstances, is still expensive. So, mm-hmm. Um, it's not like it's something, it's, it's hard because it's a commitment regardless of if you go the full four years, if you only do two and get your associates, if you go for a semester and be like, this is not worth it, it's a commitment. You're Mm -hmm. committing your life to something for at least a a small period of time. So you have to know a hundred percent. So I'm not upset about when people like my sister is graduating this year, she's not going to college. I'm Mm -hmm. not upset at her with it because it's just like, I know the commitment and the amount of, um, faith. Right. You need to have in yourself uh, to go and do that. But it's just like, um, I would love it a lot more if people got the opportunity to try it to without try. have to worry, mm-hmm. worrying about other people's and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, the price, that's what, what really sucks about it is that seems to be like the main thing that pushes everybody away yeah. from it. And it's hard. The college process is so hard. Mm-hmm. It's unreal. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't have my advisors in high school, I just, I, I don't think. I even would have lasted the couple months that I did. Yeah. (laughs) The college process is so hard. And even now, it's starting to get harder. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know if it's starting to get harder or easier because a lot of stuff is transferring to online. Mm -hmm. The pandemic just completely flipped the world on a on its 180 axis to mm-hmm. make a lot of things happen online right. a lot of the college process happens online now which depending on what type of person you are that either makes it super easy or a lot harder mm-hmm. and even back to the financial point of things there's some people who can't afford like wi-fi and things like that right. to do college applications they're fafsa mm-hmm. which don't even <laughs> get me started on fafsa um all of that at home mm-hmm. and then even during the school day there's not a lot of time to do stuff like that because you're in class all day so right. the college process is hard and it's long it's long and it pretty much starts the first day of your 11th grade year it might even start the first day of your ninth grade year yeah. and it goes until you graduate mm-hmm. college so i was doing my a little bit of research mm-hmm. and i have read one of your posts i, I don't remember when it was it was a little bit ago, but um, it was saying basically that you don't know, like, you can't be without school, which you said in the beginning. Yeah. Like, without school, you just have no idea what's going on. So I mm-hmm. wanted to ask, I wanted to exercise your brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. Without school, who are you? Um, so I have things outside of school that I do, but it's it's literally like everything that I do connects back to school in some school. way. Mm-hmm. I'm working to pay off student loans, right? right? I'm in the Boys and Girls. I work at the Boys and Girls Club because I want to start a career in education. And mm-hmm. this it's what made the most sense to, to embark on that path, right? right? 
So literally, oh, in almost the most literal way, like I don't think I'm anything without college. Mm -hmm. And even when I was in high school, it was like, I'm just so, like when I wasn't in school, I didn't like school. I mean, I like school, but I don't love it. You know what I mean? Right. It's like a love-hate relationship. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I don't go to school. Like those two weeks they closed us for the pandemic, I'm like, I'm going to be so <laughs> bored. Like, what am I going to do? So I feel like obviously like I'm still fun and I'm young oh, yeah. and I do all mm -hmm. those things, but it's just like school, I, school correlates with everything for you. Yes, it's uh, just like mm -hmm. I don't think I can describe myself outside of college me, which is going to be hard because eventually college is going to be over. Right. So, but honestly, I think that's even a question that you should ask yourself. Yes, it's when, something that when I need to start out figuring out because it's like realistically, at least in my opinion, just how I view stuff, it's like nothing physical or around you in general is promised. You could lose yes. it all tomorrow. I and could, I feel like that shouldn't let yes. you lose your sense of self. Yes. So I try to ask myself that often. I don't got answers. I ain't saying I really do because honestly, I don't. I'm like, I don't know what I would be if I didn't get to create stuff. Like mm -hmm. it would be bland. Yeah. Nothing. So it is something that I really need to start thinking about because I only have two years until I graduate, mm -hmm. which seems like a lot of time, but it's not really that much time. So, um, yeah. It is something I really need to think about. Well, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait like three years and be like, hey, <laughs> you got the answer to that question? Um, I really wanted to get to, because we had mentioned I had, we had emailed in like January. Yes. <laughs> but um, a lot of the stuff that you were inter interested in talking about, I'm like, this is the stuff I like to talk about. Um, so I did want to say when I was on your social media, even like when you post general stuff, like just as a person, like I yeah. normally would, you can tell that you're put together. Like yeah. basically anything you talk about, it's just like you can clearly tell you're dedicated. Mm -hmm. um, Thank you. Of course. And I did want to say that <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to talk about this now, but the sports stuff. Football? Stop. Stop. I did it. Because I'll be ready to download Girl, Facebook. Because I'll be on the Safari because I don't have the Facebook app. Mm -hmm. so, like, your posts always pop up when it was, like, game days. And I'm like, I need to get on my game. Like, I need to start being here giving debates. Like, that's what it was giving. Um, but I did want to tie that basically into, um, we had talked about, like, public images and mm -hmm. people's personal brands. Um, so I wanted to basically have you break down, like, what is your view on people's public images, like mm -hmm. what type of things affect that and how important it is? So I feel like um, in like the social media age, it's kind of hard to separate the way the world views you and then the way mm -hmm. you are projecting yourself to the world, right? Mm -hmm. So everything that you could do in your power to make sure the world sees you the way you want to be seen doesn't always work, right? right? So you could be the most put together person, right? Like you said, I'm put together, I'm very passionate. <laughs> I literally feel like I literally probably break down like three times a week like my life is falling apart I don't mm -hmm. know what I'm gonna do like oh my god but it's all about the way you project that to the world right I don't you know I'm a crier but I never cry in front of people because right. I have mm -hmm. to build that wall for, for people to because already being a girl a lot of people don't take us seriously when it right. comes to serious topics right mm -hmm. So it's like I have to put up that wall and let people know that I don't play. Right. Um, I will cry, but I also will, you know, take things there if they need to be taken there, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I feel like public image is really important because a lot of people use social media, even the people you don't think. Right. Um, and you never know who's looking. Yes. Honestly. Jobs will check your social media pages. Yes, please. So <laughs> I really do. That is such a good thing to know. And Jobs like will check your public and stuff. social yeah. Scouts will check your social media. Mm -hmm. Colleges, college admission offices, even though you may not think they, they will check your social media mm -hmm. if you're coming into their university to represent a certain thing, right? right. Uh, an athlete, if you want to be, you know, in um, uh, fraternity or sorority, if you want to be on their even like debate team or something like mm -hmm. that, they're going to check your social media probably yeah. because that's where you display who you are. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point of social media. So it basically gives them that. It's summary. super important. Public think, image is super important. And I think honestly, a lot of people look at, this is going to sound weird, but people look at social media too much as just a social, a social media. Yes. Like that's really what it is. Um, I don't think that people think of 
the degree, like the amount of information people can get from you just from looking at your social media. You have to think of how many people I know recently, not recently, but a couple of months ago, sometime in the new year, this girl got expelled from her university because a video had made it to social media where she was like saying the n-word mm. and um i think, I think she I had like that. admitted to like blackface or something like mm -hmm. that so it's like people do check your social media yeah. even when you don't think about it mm -hmm. so everything that you put out into the world even if it's not on social media even if it's just you walking down the street you should try to make it positive because right. obviously there are some things that could be flipped and look negative even if they're not but mm -hmm. you should care about what people think about you because quite literally if you act like you don't care people are going to think that and it will reflect in your life yeah so do you think with that being said in a way authenticity is like a authenticity downfall is key to on social media everything it's a downfall on social media which is why the social media age is so hard to um navigate through because it's like I like to call us a uh, developmental generation, right? When we were in middle school, early middle school, late elementary school, social media didn't exist. But it's like when we got to high school, it was like, mm -hmm. it was almost like a switch of how fast social media progressed during yeah. our lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. So we're the lucky generation to know what both sides of the fence look like, but the kids after us, after us don't. Anybody right. that's really like four years younger than us don't, don't really know what it's like to live life without social media. Mm -hmm. So um it is the downfall of social media um but there is ways to be authentic and still like it's a time and place thing basically it's yep. like there's just some things that you just don't do right. so and that's with anything not yeah, even just not even just media. Exact anything there's time and place for everything and you have to find the balance you have to know when and where that time and place mm -hmm. is yeah and i like that you mentioned that it's not really just social media. Like even if you're walking down the street, mm -hmm. you're still representing your public image yes. in a way. Because people yeah, are paying attention even when you think they're not. You have to think about how many times you were walking down the street and, or you got home from somewhere and people were like, oh, I've seen you today, but you didn't see and them at all. you didn't see them at all, yes. So it's and, like, yeah. you have to think about that everywhere you go. You have go. to assume that you're being watched all the time. All the time. <laughs> because you are. Literally. So do you feel like there is a point where trying to maintain your public image can interfere with you being yourself um yeah i okay so i think i'm not too prone um to like social media influencers and stuff like that like i don't know so when i was when social media was first a thing i didn't really like to be on social media obviously because mm -hmm. i was like 12 but um i didn't like people like when you think about it, it's like you have to think about how much social media lets people into your life yeah especially when your life is social media like mm -hmm. social media influence celebrities mm -hmm. i look at celebrities every day and be like that could never be me yeah. i don't want to be in public and be surrounded by 50 people and at cameras once. and everything no cameras matter and everything take a picture yeah. of everything i do every time i'm outside mm -hmm. i don't like that so a lot of them have to change the person that they are That's because people are literally watching them all the time yeah and even for just people like us who Pittsburgh, normal Pittsburgh is the normal mm -hmm. Pittsburgh walking down the street. It's like if there are certain people watching your page and you know they're watching, even if you don't know they're watching, you think they're watching, you need to. There may be it's hard because it's like if you work in a professional setting, but outside of work, you're like. Out of control, out yeah, of this world, like mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff happening for you. You need to control it. So. Even though that may not be you, you have to. There's just sometimes you need to make sacrifices for certain things. Right. And I think that, I don't know, because even with this, like, starting to do the podcast, my first mm -hmm. thought was, like, I'm going to have to let people hear how I feel about certain stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, even that is, like, a little too close to comfort. Like, mm -hmm. I always like to be very secluded. Like, I always think to myself, someone has to actually meet me to know who I am like mm -hmm. I always tell myself no one can actually know who you are just by looking at your social media but then I had to learn like as I started getting into because I'm I like to break stuff down mm -hmm. so like my Instagram like some people will be like oh yeah I'm on your I'm on Instagram I got like 200 likes but like I'm the person that's like okay I got this many hours this mean this percentage of people are watching my stuff mm -hmm. like I turn into one of those and it started to fester so I think there was a point in time where I was I don't want to say portraying myself as someone else because I never was like who I am on social media is just me like it's unapologetically but 
I do think I will alter it. Yeah. Like I would, like anyone, you can't see this, but you can see this, which mm-hmm. I never realized, but I feel like that was giving people a different view of who I was completely yeah. because I was lacking the part where I showed the bad a bit, a little bit. I do think there's a overstep of that. Like there's definitely yeah, there's a, a line. thin line between what you should show and what you should shouldn't show Mm -hmm. but you shouldn't just show all the positives because it's in like people think you're this great put together Mm -hmm. super well on track person and you could literally like be falling apart not saying you're falling apart. no seriously though and then it's like you give them this idea of you Mm -hmm. and then they meet you and be like that and that makes you you feel horrible and it's like well wow i thought i was being myself like am i this bad but that's because you were giving no balance yeah i definitely think it's easy to fall out of being yourself yeah. on social media it's definitely one of those like, like even me like there's things that i will see in real life that i wouldn't be able to put on social media because of the people that i think are watching my my mm-hmm. like pages and stuff um there's some times where i go to like type posts on like facebook or snapchat or whatever and then be like i can't put this on yeah, social I'm media like that's crazy <laughs> but there are some things like i post about my college struggles all the time because i do post the good things um, I posted when I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. I post when I get good grades. I post when I pass finals. But it's like if I don't post when I'm failing classes, when I feel like school isn't working anymore, right. then people are always going to think that I'm just this so well yeah. put together mm-hmm. person. Definitely. And if it ever does get to a point where I do have to leave school on like a more permanent thing, because mm-hmm. I've taken gap semesters before, but like if I have to like completely drop out of college, then it was then it'll be like like she was so well put together like what happened what so happened fast? when mm-hmm. in reality it's really been a roller coaster mm-hmm. ride the entire time yeah definitely well you do very well with doing both honestly yeah. in my opinion you do but um you did already touch on this but i kind of want to get a little more in depth with it um you said that you feel like with our time that we're in like our grade our age group specifically we kind of have the bigger switch as being on like social media more and mm-hmm. whatnot um how much more of a pressure do you feel like it is for us specifically mm-hmm. just because everything on social media is broadcasted compared to yeah. those who so um uh the unfortunate thing is about us being that transformational or developmental generation that i called us earlier is um people don't realize how much of our lives need to be on the internet or mm-hmm. need to be technology based right so when we were in elementary school, a lot of our work was printed on paper. But it's like now a lot of our work is typing on the computer and submitting it to on right. like through a Google Doc or through mm-hmm. a Microsoft Word. So it's like our parents, my mom does this a lot. Like if our Wi-Fi moves down for a little bit or it's like if the storm knocks the power out and the Wi-Fi is off, mm-hmm. I, I'm literally losing my <laughs> mind. Like my uh, if my phone dies while I'm in public, mm-hmm. I literally lose my mind. My mom's like, Jalen. There's no way in the world life is that hard without a phone. I went 30 years without a phone, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But it's like, mom, you don't understand how yeah. much of my life is on the phone. Like every single like credit, debit card I own yeah. is on my phone. I don't carry my wallet. And if I do, it's because I need like my ID or something. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm right? an Apple Pay person. It's like um, every mode of transportation that I could possibly take back and forth to anywhere is on my phone. So mm-hmm. if this phone is dead, if I don't have it, if it's broke, my life is literally... I can't get through it. Right. So it's like, it is a pressure for us because I think a lot of people older than us don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you went this many years without a home because smartphones didn't exist. So it's yeah. like, even if it did, it I'm option. pretty sure it would be the same for you as it is for us. It's just unfortunate that it started with us and not you. Well, it's right. not unfortunate for me because I love my phone. Right. But I literally can't survive without it. But it's just like, my mom doesn't understand. It's like, I literally don't have any other options. Mm-hmm. So I am going to lose my mind if the Wi-Fi isn't working. I am going to lose my mind if my phone is broken because it's like everything on. Even my like insurance cards, my vaccination cards, yeah, it's, it's in my there. Apple wallet. So it's just like, yes, yeah, I'm going to go crazy dies, if I don't have it. Then they don't have so yeah, anything. I feel like the pressure is hard on us, but it's, it's, it's not because like we're weak when it comes to life mm-hmm. without technology. It's like, People don't understand how much technology is in our lives. Yeah, it's a so. dependency at this point. But, yeah. I mean, it can be bad. Yeah. But, because me personally, I can go without my phone. I can't. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. I, I literally can't. I'm the type of person, like, I was just saying the other day, I'm like, I need a week or at least a weekend mm-hmm. of just no phone, no electronics, and just be out. Like, 
And I don't know why, because I everything is on my phone, literally. Like, everything yeah. I do has to do with being on my phone mm-hmm. or being on some type of social media or yeah. any of that. But it's just, like, that's what makes me not want to be on it. Yeah. I feel like I started to get addicted. I'm, like, it's I'm dependent on it now. It's like, I can, okay, so I cannot be on social media. I just took a two-week break from, mm-hmm. like, Instagram, Facebook, and all of that. But it's, like, it's even the little things that you don't realize that you're using social media for, like, TikTok. I'm on TikTok all the time and it That's i really forget I that tiktok is a social media i honestly forget that tiktok is social media so it's like so do I. I cannot i tried to delete tiktok it, it's i can't do it and i was it's, one of those people at first when but like right when they had changed it from musically to tiktok i'm not downloading that yeah. i can't have that on my phone yeah. like i don't want that and then i downloaded it when they closed the schools for the pandemic because i wasn't mm-hmm. nothing else to do and there hasn't been a day since that i haven't been on TikTok because mm-hmm. i cannot do it <laughs> just sometimes like when for things like that if you're not like actually interacting going back to with people like obviously you're watching videos but if you don't comment and like stuff all the time right. you forget that it's a social media mm-hmm. and i don't i'm like one of those i just yeah just i just i'm like oh and my sometimes God, that's so i'm not even share in my you page i don't like seeing like i follow the people that i follow because i like to watch the videos so sometimes i'm not even on my for you page i'm in the following page I like know. Yes, i never for am. Hours, i'm literally. not in the following page because i know those people mm-hmm. and then it makes me feel like it's more of a social media yeah. i'm like no i can't see you i don't follow anybody i know you <laughs> like, like, I anybody, anybody I that i know in real life i don't follow you on, on tiktok unless you like send a video you mm-hmm. know how when you send a video somebody and prompts them to like follow yes and watch i like that's the only time i decline you if you're sending videos back and forth but I cannot do like tick like I honestly forget that TikTok's the social media. Even mm-hmm. like iMessage. Like iMessage is like the most social thing yeah. on your phone. Like you mm-hmm. have to conversate for iMessage to work. So it's just like I forget that yeah. I use it every day. Yeah. Every lie. hour of the day. That's so I just forget. Heavy on that though. So what are just for you personally, like mm-hmm. what are some of the pressures you feel just generally based off your age? Um, I feel like a lot of people expect, um, me to be like a lot more put together than I am. Mm -hmm. Not saying that I'm like falling apart because of a stable life, but a lot of people want me to be like, um, on that route of like, I'm going to finish college. There's no other option, which changes every day. I literally was just like two weeks ago. Like, I don't want to go to school. Mm -hmm. I want to drop out. I'm done. Like I can't do it. And then I just registered for single class yesterday. So. Um, a lot of people want me to be perfect because I am the f- a first generation college student, okay. um, to be honest. And I'm I have a large family, but not a lot of them went to school, so it's just the pressure to be like I have such high ooh, I have such high expectations mm-hmm. from my family, so it's like I'm pressured a lot of the time to be at a further point in my life than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like. From society though it's like a lot of people expect me to be like you know like normal 21 year olds like she drinks too much or yeah. she parties too much mm-hmm. which I feel like I don't do mm-hmm. I don't party that often and um, if you do so, it's so like much. I'm 21 years yeah. old like what so it's like a lot of people just want you to be like they feel like this is the age for you to start getting perfect and I don't think you got to think on like a on a mental level like our brains don't even fully develop mm-hmm. until 25 so why at 21 are you expecting me to be like, yeah, this is where I'm going to be. Forever. And when you turn 21, you have access to the most social, which is yeah. like stuff like Carson and yeah. bars and clubs and stuff. That's mm-hmm. the most social time. And humans are social beings. Like yeah. to be social, even if you're antisocial. And then there are people us. who are like my age. I went to school with them that are like married with kids by now. And everybody's kind of like, when are you going to get yeah. to that point? Like the mm-hmm. kids, the kids, the kids. Girl, yeah, <laughs> I got and like I, nine years. And got like nine years till I want kids. I don't know. Yeah, you got a, you got a while. Me. But yeah. that's what I think. That's something, honestly, that puts the pressure on like a because it's like so many of my friends are having kids. They have their life, and nothing against them at all. Like mm-hmm. my friends are great people, no matter what their life situation is. But it's like I have friends that do that, but then I also have friends that are just doing what the like fuck the they song? want. Yes, and then I have friends like that. Friend between us, by the way. Oh my God, he's literally like, I think he just signed a a, a contract with the military for like, like ten years. It's like I don't even. How know. How are you I'm devoted? Like, how do you even know? know what I want to do tomorrow? How are you planning out ten yes, years of your life? Yes, and that's and that's the crazy thing is he's a perfect example because 
He's an amazing human being, by yes, the way. Yes, very much so. But, but it's, it's like, like he knew. Life. He said that. He started like, yeah, I'm probably going to go to the Air Force. And it was so casual. Yeah. I'm like, okay. But then he's gone. <laughs> and now he's somewhere else. And, he's and so now you're in London. He's about it, which I love. And it's mm-hmm. like he's progressing through it so well, but it's just like. I and I didn't know there was pressure in that, too. Like a piece of paper that mm-hmm. says, for the next 10 years of my life, I'll do this. I don't even think I would do that for the next 10 days. <laughs> I cannot do it. I 10 hours. Know. I feel like the biggest pressure, it's not even really pressure, but the biggest misconception is that um, they want everybody at this age to look, lives to look the same. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just like, there are people having kids that don't want kids. Right. At least right now, not for at least another decade. Yeah, I need a minute. Um, People want to be married. I don't even think I've met anybody that I could have possibly even (laughs) tried to marry. Like, what? (laughs) Marriage is not something that's in my, even probably the next five, six years of my life, maybe, Mm -hmm. but not right now um you know have a steady stable job i changed jobs like last year i had like seven jobs that's how often i change you switch them out i can't it's just like there's certain things that get me to certain points and i just can't do it no more so it's just Mm -hmm. like not everybody is living the same life just let us live honestly that's what i want people to older people younger people whatever Mm -hmm. even kids are like Dang, you switch jobs a lot. And right. I'm like, these kids in my job are like, <laughs> like, oh, new job. He's got a new job. And I'm like, I just cannot be. I'm a person that if I'm if I get bored with something, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like I've been at this job for six months. Honestly, you didn't show me anything that I'm I'm not gonna see anything new. So it's just like it's time for me to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So how do you cope? with your pressures like your mm-hmm. stress in general and well, do you have advice for people who might not are just going um, through it with the pressure so i do affirmations but i don't do it the way people do it i don't stare in the mirror and say to myself i literally just say it out loud like i got this i'm doing well mm-hmm. like regardless of what people think like there are a lot of people who look like me don't make it to where i am honestly for sure. so it's just like mm-hmm. i got it i'm good um there's really nothing anybody like i say that a lot you'll hear like oh if we were like if we hung together you would hear me say like there's really nothing anybody can say to me like there's no <laughs> point there's not any aspect of my life that's like in the toilet right now mm-hmm. honestly. so it's just like my biggest affirmation is like there's nothing anybody can say to me that will hurt my feelings right now so yeah like let it be what it is mm-hmm. um I cry a lot. I said that earlier, but I do cry a lot. I don't cry to other people, though. I cry to myself. Right. It, it is, it's okay to cry. I don't it know is. why it people is, think though. it's so yeah. terrible. It's like, I cry every day, honestly. <laughs> like, you gotta um, let it out. You gotta let your feelings out. And I'm the type of person that doesn't talk to people about things that really, really bother me. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, if um, I'm gonna talk to a person I know is gonna listen. Me. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Honestly. So it's just like, um, I talk to myself about things. I cry about things. Um, I also have distractions, which, which isn't always a good thing. I party. I'm 21 years old, mm-hmm. so I do party, um, but that's not a healthy distraction. Right. Um, there are things that are also unhealthy distractions, like school. I put a lot of the stuff aside when I'm in school, and then all that stuff just crashes back into me at a later point. Mm-hmm. So Sometimes. you have to really find balance when it comes to coping with your distractions. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm real simple. I uh, eat. <laughs> yes, I, I like I like food comfort. I really do. Um, mm-hmm. but I think lately, at least, like it took like a little switch. But just reminding myself, like I'm always in the back of my head, and I'm always like, just change your perspective. Like mm-hmm. that's been like my motto lately, because it's like I started to look at pressure as more of like a motivator mm-hmm. instead of like something that's like weighing down on me. So it kind of just it gives me that my foot on the gas type of mentality but other than that like I always try to find coping stuff I just do stuff I like or keep Mm -hmm. myself busy like the going outside yeah I'll just stand outside if the Mm -hmm. sun's out I'm just outside (laughs) I'm in there like just little stuff like that like obviously like there's things that change throughout the year right so I I love to swim uh, but obviously you can't swim all year round Mm -hmm. especially outside pools um in the winter time a lot of my you know distractions come from school mm-hmm. or whatever and then in the summertime it's like oh, i'm going to the wave pool right i feel mm-hmm. like shit but the wave was gonna make me feel better so mm-hmm. okay and then just to end it off um what advice would you give to someone who i don't want to say is in the same having the same experience as you because yours is your own no one mm-hmm. else can have it but yeah. just someone who's in a similar boat in that like kind of basically at the finish line of school ready to 
take next step but still have everything going on at once? Um, I feel like I would say take it one step at a time. Um, <clears throat> all you really have is today. Like yesterday happened already. Tomorrow's not promised. So all you really have is right now. Um, you just need to worry about how you feel in the moment. Don't worry about what decisions are going to, what decisions you make today, how they're going to affect tomorrow. Because like I said, tomorrow's not promised. So anything you really do only really affects you in the moment. So take your time. Do not rush. If you feel like you need a break, give yourself a break. Mental health is one of the most important things to me. Um, I cannot do anything. I said in a post um, before that I took the decision to leave school because I couldn't can't help anybody before you help yourself. Mm -hmm. So take it one step at a time and make sure that you're okay before you put, and you need to put yourself first. We're at a point in the world where selfish, being selfish is the most important thing because if you don't worry about yourself, you don't have time to worry about other people. So before we wrap it up, um, I like to, at the end of every episode, ask my guests what you feel like people should be talking more about. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like people should talk more about obviously the misconceptions of this transfer like 21 20 19 they're all transformational ages because you're transferring from high school which is a completely different ball game than the real world right mm -hmm. so it's like this is when you'll start to move out of your parents home some people don't which is fine but you start to move out you start to start a life of your own a family of your own mm -hmm. so it's like i feel like people need to discuss more of those processes that you go through at this point so it's not harder it's not hard for people to understand because it's like one of the scariest things when you graduate is like i don't know how i'm gonna navigate the real world but it's really not that bad if you're just going with the flow and mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of people don't discuss that enough obviously education is super important i feel like we're at a point in our lives where people are just kind of like i'm i'm ready to get out of school like i don't want don't do that honestly after you graduate, if you are not on a path to somewhere, your life will spiral and it will spiral fast. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I feel like that's it. Like the things that don't seem as important, um, unless you're in college or whatever, um, really should be talked about. Like, I feel like any topic of any, just talk about everything, honestly. Yeah, like, everything. you have to find mm -hmm. balance in everything you do. So, you should want to know. A little bit of every part of everybody around you. so i do want to thank you for coming i'm glad that we got to get it done yes, because i was like it's been months literally yeah like i look back on my email and i'm like there's no way because i just knew it was gonna be a great combo but no i did enjoy talking to you um you are so insightful you really mm -hmm. are i do mm -hmm. i love it um and i want to thank everybody for tuning in uh make sure you guys like comment and subscribe and then i will catch you guys on the next episode